think the check-in points are really important because as business owners, we can be busy behind the scenes doing lots and lots and lots of things, but the client doesn't know that that's happening. We can really take that worry away from them and just let them know that we've absolutely got their back. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Thursday edition. I'm your co-host for Thursday, Samantha Riley, and joined as always by the lovely Tim Hyde. How are you today, Tim? I'm good, Sam. How are you? I'm doing very well. And as contrary to popular belief, if you are watching the video version of this podcast, I am not yellow. I'm suffering <laughs> jaundice. <laughs> Looking like Bart Simpson. <laughs> it's a, it was just it was just a bad tanning experiment. <laughs> Oh, there's definitely something wrong with the lighting there some somewhere. Have you been? I've been awesome. I'm really enjoying that we've got our summer weather back and, you know, life's good. Well, we've had we've had sort of mid thirties, mid to high thirties Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Must well, be like 30, 38 Celsius is a hundred Fahrenheit. That's yeah, all so I know. So it's, it's around ninety there. to a ninety to a hundred Fahrenheit. Um so it's been pretty warm down in Canberra this week. Uh, it's dropping down to 22 Celsius tomorrow. So uh, it's bizarre. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, a lot, a big difference. Um, yep. But that actually should be quite pleasant, to be honest. Hmm. Um, and expecting a bit of rain, which will be nice for the garden. Absolutely. And then hmm. it'll get warm again, and it'll all grow, and it'll be beautiful. But yeah. we're not talking weather today. We're talking client expectation management which sounds very fancy and formal. Um, why don't you give us a bit of context, Tim, around why we're actually discussing this topic today? Well, I think you and I have both had some clients over the last week. As much as we you know, do all the work in our marketing to attract the right client and we do lots of expectation management when we sign people up and we say, these are your instalment dates for your payment plan and this is what you're going to do and this is what we're going to do, Invariably, we can't always get it right. And at some point, either you will feel unhappy about the client or the client will feel unhappy about you. And we need to have a process in our business for managing that mismatch of expectations. Mm. Now, I just want to say here as well that there are some people that say this never happens to me. And if that's you, if you have 100% of clients that are happy with you, and it does happen, I would suggest that you're not converting enough people. When you have a, a marketing and sales pipeline in place, it is invariably going to happen. So it's not about avoiding getting the wrong client. It's about having some sort of process in place so that you can deal with it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. I was about to say the same. You have no clients or not enough clients. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, look, I think it can happen at any time as well. It's not just necessarily with brand new clients. It mm -hmm. can also be with clients that you've had for a long, a long time. Mm -hmm. I recall a couple of years ago, I was talking to a business coach that I had and, and he would have clients you know, for two or three years at a time. And we'd get to the point where he would talk to his clients and say, look, I'm charging you $1,500 a month, $2,000 a month, whatever the number was. And we haven't met for six months. Do you, 
you know, I think we should stop. And they're like, no, 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 right? We, we want you sort of on, on call when we need mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And that was a really interesting thing, right? He had the perception that he was just taking his client for granted. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. from their side of things, they were like, we actually like having you as a backstop and knowing mm-hmm. that you're there whenever we call upon you. Mm-hmm. But again, it was just that difference of expectation. I think it can happen at any time that you've got a client, whether it's a brand new one or whether it's one where we had a couple of years where either you think they're doing too much or asking for too much and it's a little bit outside the scope. And as entrepreneurs who want to help people, as coaches, consultants want to help people, we always, you know, we are on the side of caution. We give a little bit more and then a little bit more and then a little bit more again. And eventually we start going, yeah, yeah, I don't, this is not feeling good. I'm not feeling good about this. No, exactly. I'm starting to resent this situation. Starting to resent this relationship and or it's the same way. The, the other side, and of course, we can't always see what our customers' expectations of us are, whether we're giving enough or you know, or, or they're getting enough out of the relationship, unless mm-hmm. we go and ask. Mm-hmm. So when do you think that this should ideally happen, This the expectations? I think it's something we need to set up very, very quickly early on, mm-hmm. right? But let's not forget that even if you set it up at the start of a relationship, people will forget, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um you should absolutely be in your onboarding process or your customer on-ramp. You should absolutely be saying, this is what we expect of you and this is what you can expect of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think it's worth in your check-in process, what we, what effectively your account management process, you take off your delivery hat periodically if it's just you or your account manager checks in on a periodic basis and saying, hey, are we meeting your expectations or, you know, are you meeting ours? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is what we need from you to make this relationship work. And this is what, you know, are, we, are you getting what from us, what you need from us to make this relationship work? Mm, I think that's a really important clarification that I believe that all of these, you know, relationships that you're talking about here are a two-way street. They need to go both ways. You know, as service delivery providers, we need our clients to deliver certain things for us to be able to do our job correctly. So getting this agreement up right from day dot, like I would go through this before even you go into some sort of onboarding call. This is what you can expect from us. This is what we expect from you is the smartest way to go. Yeah. And I think it needs to be one of those in-person things, if you just flick an email to someone and say, this is what we're going to do, um, particularly for your high-ticket stuff. I was just about to say it does depend on, I believe that depends on the price point. If you're delivering something that's $27 a month, then you can't leverage your time by doing that. So it does need to reflect the price that you're charging a little bit. Yeah, you might be able to get away with a video. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But certainly certainly the the high-ticket things, you know, because I mean, high ticket, high ticket products and services are fantastic, right? Because they, they jump your revenue massively, but also when you lose one, they, they leave a big hole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So I think it's definitely worth putting that sort of process in that expectation management process in when you start things up and, and make it a conversation, make it a two way conversation. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we have a process around expectation management when things get off the track mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and suddenly someone says, Hey, it's not working for me. Well, let's talk, before we talk about off track, let's talk about the process before someone actually signs up. So if someone wants to implement a new system, 
I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend that your delivery is rolled out in phases. And this helps people, especially in most services, the foundation stage or phase is the one that's usually the hardest. Would you agree, Tim? I would absolutely agree. It's the bit that takes the most time. It's the bit that takes the most work. And it's the bit where you don't often see a return. And this is the delivery phase where the biggest problems come from because you potentially have a client getting in contact and saying, I'm not seeing any results. Yeah. Look, I've had this so often, Sam, I must admit, right? Because I'm working with CRMs a lot and often we're finding a client who's got a CRM that's had 30 people work on it. And it's an absolute dog's breakfast and a mess, right? There's all sorts of tags, you know, half-built campaigns and stuff. And to go in and try and untangle that, it's a bit like a thousand pickup sticks. You remember that game? Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. I loved sticks that game. You had to sort of <laughs> pick, one, pick them out one by one without disturbing the whole pile. And that's an area that I've certainly found in, in my business takes the longest because I, uh-huh. you have to try and understand all the moving parts in order to make improvement. And it doesn't seem like we're making a lot of progress. And so we've actually done that that this year. We're actually going into that phased approach and saying the first thing we do is an audit, mm-hmm. right? You won't see any momentum. All we're going to do is try and understand what your system is and give you some recommendations. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have some conversation around what we think are the foundational pieces that need to then deliver the growth that you're looking for. Mm. And what I love about this fa- phases is that you're very clearly outlining this is what we're going to do exactly like you said you know we're going to complete this audit then there's a check-in point where you can go back to your client and say you know phase one is complete the audit's been done so not only does it help give context to the work that you're delivering it keeps your client in the loop so they don't feel like they've been forgotten and number three it gives them small wins along the way and i think that's really important it almost it almost gamifies it in a way in that we're saying, okay, you know, level one's complete. We're, we're moving on to level two. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And it gives them that sense of progress. And it doesn't matter what it is, whether you, uh, I think that foundations one is a good place to start. If you've, mm. if you haven't got a process, right, Bill, just take the few, first few pieces out and say, this is the foundations. Check mm. we've done that phase. Whether it's, mm. you know, social profile optimization before you start putting content out whether it's, you know, copywriting basics before you start writing copy, whether it's, I don't know, you know, hair and makeup before you start taking photographs of people, whatever it happens to be. Absolutely. Because when we're marketing, we talk about the outcome or the goal that we're able to help people achieve or reach. And if clients are thinking that we can do that in the first week, that's where the disconnect is because there's so much work that needs to happen. So by breaking it down into phases, you can clearly show your client, okay, this is where we're heading and this is all the steps along the way to help us to get there. So it just takes away that mismatch in expectations. So thoroughly recommend if you haven't to break down your process that you deliver in phases so that you can deliver it to that way to the clients. Sam, I'm curious. I know you would have I know you've been doing this for quite some time, but have you ever come across someone for whom a phased delivery approach doesn't work? What are some of the pitfalls? No, I haven't. I actually haven't. Have you, Tim? I'm just trying to think and I was like, no, because this is how we used to deliver things with like major IT projects and project management. Yeah. And even if a, a phase is 
you know, let's say one of the phases, let's go back to your explanation. Maybe someone has had this CRM set up really well. It just means that phase one is, okay, well, that was a lot quicker than expected. We're moving straight on to phase two. So no, I don't see it as being a bad thing. I see it as being a good thing that maybe sometimes you can get through phases a little quicker. So it actually means that the client is happier to see the progress. Yep. But of course, make sure that you set some expectations around the timeframes. Mm -hmm. And even if the timeframe for the first one is a discovery phase for you to then propose at phase two. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not sure what phase two or phase three are going to look like. They might look something like this, but it really going to depend on what we discover in phase one. Mm. And so you can I do know, that as well. I know for us, something that if in my husband's business, he does, he launches people's podcasts, big shout out to your podcast, concierge.com. Uh, <laughs> his is broken down into multiple steps per week because it is, there's so many, there's hundreds and hundreds of moving parts for a podcast launch. And he actually goes even further and says, all right, well, we're going to do this on this day, this day, this day. We need this from you on this day. And then he goes one step further and says, if I don't have that piece from you this day, from this point, all of these other 150 things all get blown out. Mm. So he explains very well that not just is it a two-way street, but if you're slow on your end of the delivery, we can't catch that up. That yeah. just blows everything else out. Yeah, important. Again, that's that expectation management set up yeah. from, the, from the get-go. Yeah, totally. Good tips, good tips. Okay, let's look at things are off the rails. Either for you or yep. for your client, you get one of those emails in your inbox that says, look, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one where you your heart beats faster, oh, your palms a, get very sweaty, do, might get a bit always, of a sick feeling. <laughs> why do those always come with an impending sense of dread? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think absolutely. you should, like, to be honest, I think you should just automate a process right, where you get sent those just so you can get used to that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they do happen. They do happen. So, right? they, they, they have, they're going to be initiated by the client or you're at a point, and I know, Sam, you felt about one of your former clients like this very recently and had to have that very awkward conversation. And like I, I was like that with another one last year that I can think of right now. I thought we feel, I feel like we're getting taken advantage of here. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. You're pushing the limits of friendship yeah. <laughs> on the stuff that you're asking for. Right? It was either a little bit out of scope or a little bit more out of scope or a little bit more or, you know, like or a lot. I don't know we're actually making any money from this client. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So we've sort of come up with a, is it a five-step process? Five-step process. That we want yep. to take you through today when you get one of these conversations. What's the first step? First step is acknowledgement. You've got to acknowledge where you are before you even move forward into this conversation. And when I say you as a business processes, where are you in this process of your delivery? I think that this is the best place to even start to realize where your systems or processes, procedures have started to break or fallen apart. And as business owners, we need to really acknowledge, you know, where we are and what has broken. Yeah, I think the, the, I mean, the whole part of this is, is, I guess, putting aside our ego and being quite vulnerable, right? mm -hmm. isn't it? I did see a thing recently that even just acknowledging that there's been a breakdown in process and thanking the client for mm -hmm. bringing that to your attention actually makes them start to feel like they've 
being heard straight away right? and can actually disarm a lot of the emotional context of, you know, this conversation straight away. There's actually something else in that. Exactly what you said there is I almost feel like this step is, it's almost a gift because it helps you realize what do I need to change next time so that this doesn't happen again. And I think that this is something that I learned years and years and years ago is to not get defensive and to really be in gratitude of the client or the customers, the experience that they've given you, not really thinking if that person hadn't have come to me, I would not have noticed that this thing was going wrong. So it's something that I learned a long time ago is to really be in gratitude for Mm. having this gift of showing you where you can do better in your business. And I think that applies both when they raise something with you or you're trying to raise something with them. Because mm, if absolutely. you're feeling like it's not working and you acknowledge that, it's actually kind of, again, bringing your attention to the fact that you've maybe not set expectations right up front mm-hmm. or potentially you know, not brought the right client in in the first place. Mm, okay, And there's, there is an acknowledgement that something has gone wrong earlier on in the process. There is a... I think with most business owners, there is a, a real propensity at this point to get very defensive mm-hmm. and say, mm-hmm. what do you mean, right? You know, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Isn't there, right? That's we wear this armor as business owners to protect ourselves. And this is that thing we've got to be, we do have to be vulnerable at this point to go, okay, yeah, something's gone wrong here. Let's, let's actually acknowledge that and say, thanks mm. for, you know, thanks for bringing that to our attention. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. I want to, you know, I want to have a conversation with you about that. So the second phase of acknowledgement is is so, so important, which is to empathize, to really put yourself in their shoes and really start to see things through their eyes and to think through their perception and really empathize. You know, I know how you feel. I can see what's happened here. And because that's not just an acknowledgement of what's gone wrong, it's, a, it's an acknowledgement of their feelings. Mm. And again, if it's something that you're raising with a client, I can understand that you, you know, need need this additional support. Right? Maybe there's another program for you, but you know, you, you know, that that you are a you know client who requires a little bit more from us than we would normally give to our clients. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, you know, at, at your stage, that's a, it is a really important part, Sam. And I think if we skip that, we kind of the whole process almost breaks down, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Step three for me is is around clarification. Getting a real understanding of the, I guess, the what's going wrong and where it's going wrong mm-hmm. right? to make sure that you're both on the same page as to where the breakdown is right? and so what those really expectations go- are. Really going back to that, this is what you can expect from us. This is what we can expect from you. It's, it's going back to, well, these are the phases. This is where we deliver. This is what we deliver. This is how we deliver. Yeah. And just getting clarification. What did you think when we said, what do you think that meant when we said that? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be honest, mate. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Thanks very much for letting me know. Yeah. Cause that can be a huge insight into how you're communicating or delivering. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Stage four. Stage four is way forward. So once you've got clarity on what's happening, you need to be able to have some sort of agreement or some sort of plan to move forward. Maybe depending on how far in, in, you know, the client is, how upset they are, 
this those phases may need to slightly change so it's about really not just going back to the original expectations but maybe massaging them so that it works better for you and your client yeah and look even if that way forward is for you to part ways Mm -hmm. that's an okay outcome for you here but you've at least understood where your client's coming from or they've understood where you're coming from and it might be a let's do less or let's do yeah. more or let's do nothing together. Right? Or it might even be, I thought it was going to be this, you know, coming from the client and for you to then say, that's actually not what what I provide and I'm really sorry for giving that idea. This is who I think, you know, would you mind me doing an introduction to this person who can serve you better? Yep, yep absolutely. And last but not least, of course, all right, is actually getting agreement on that. Mm-hmm. Now, agreement and in check-in as well. So it's an agreement, okay? So we need that consensus on what that way forward is. So you're mm-hmm. proposing the way forward, but then you've got agreement from your customer on what that is, mm-hmm. what that's mm-hmm. going to look like. Yeah, and I think the check-in points are really important because as business owners, we can be busy behind the scenes doing lots and lots and lots of things, but the client doesn't know that that's happening and they may feel like they're being ignored or that they're, you know, that there's not work happening. So having those check-in points, even if nothing's happening, to be able to say, hey, you know, just wanted to check in and let you know that, you know, this is what we've done or we're waiting on an answer from this party or whatever it is, just so that your client understands, yep, they've remembered that we're here. And then, you know, that client can then say, I'm good and they can get on with their week without thinking, oh, I wonder if they've heard from such and such or I wonder if they've had a problem with, you know, X, Y, Z, that we can really take that that worry away from them and just let them know that we've absolutely got their back. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, just to quickly recap those stages again. Firstly, <laughs> and let's do the pre-stage as well, as he actually sort of setting those expectations up front on on how you're going to work with the client, what they can expect from you and what you expect from them. Right? But if it does get off track and you do have to have a conversation with the client, either one that you're initiating or one that they're initiating, right? acknowledgement of where things are at, right? empathise with how they're feeling, right? get clarification on the impacts and where you're off track, Agree on a way, you know, put a propose a way forward and then get agreement on that way forward right? with those check-in points afterwards. Nice. And if you keep these top of mind, it's going to make your processes and the way that you deal with things a lot less scary than if you just find yourself accidentally in one of these or find yourself in one of these situations and think, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, can, can we make an acronym out of that? Aqua? No, we can't. Maybe we should have put a bit of thought into that before we typed it all out. I'm yeah, sure look, uh, look interesting enough, as, as we were talking through those things, Sam, I think it's one of those things that you can not just use with the clients, you could potentially use with the staff as well. Mm, uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay? Staff, suppliers, wherever there's that kind of misalignment of expectations, bust out this process right, and give it a go. Absolutely. Awesome. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please give it a share. We would love you to head over to iTunes and give us a review or leave us a review. If you like the show, let us know 
what topics you enjoy us covering or what you would like us to cover more. And we would love to give you a shout out on the show for you and your business. And of course, if you've got some insights some thoughts some comments that you'd like to share, jump on over to the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook, where you'll find this and all of the other episodes shared. An amazing community of vibrant entrepreneurs to connect with. And we look forward to seeing you as part of that community as well. Thanks so much for joining me, Tim. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Today's episode may be over, but let's continue the conversation. Head on over to the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook and connect with other entrepreneurs who are building and scaling their business too. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.